0: Good evening, brothers and sisters. My name is Charlie, and I'm so thankful to have this opportunity we can share together, just have a time of fellowship. And I can't see you, but I'm trusting that the Lord has arranged this time for us. And So I'd just like to ask you to join me, um, and let's just turn our hearts to the Lord and ask Him to to redeem uh, this opportunity that He's given us. Let's pray. Lord, we thank you for being here. Our gathering is unto you. We know your promise that we're two or or more are gathered in your name, that you're there. And so we thank you. We thank you. And we just bow to you, Lord. We recognize you as our king, as our head. We submit to you. And we just open our hearts to you to receive your supply and provision for this time of fellowship. Lord, we thank you for the precious Holy Spirit. And we trust that hearts are prepared to see you, to hear your, your voice, and to give us at liberty to, uh, to share our hearts with one another and meet you And so, Lord, uh, we thank you. We give you all the praise, Lord Jesus, in your precious name. Amen. Well, brothers and sisters, I've I've been asked to share uh, a practical word. And... um, That's, uh, it's funny because uh, we don't want to just pretend that we know how to do things. Um, If you've heard our brother Sharon this week, The Lord knows us. He knows us through and through. And we turn our eyes to behold the King. He leads us to the cross. And there's a light that shines from that cross. That light cuts through the darkness. And there at the cross, we, we see the kind of king that the living God has chosen to rule over this universe. We see a king that represents him fully. And perfectly. And when we're at that cross, we see ourselves and why He had to come and present Himself to us the way He did. You know, the gospel's not an exhortation. It's 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 not a, it's not the story of what Jesus did for us and then how we're expected to respond. Exhortation's important, but it's not good news. The good news, the cross really is a story of what we did to him when we came. When he came in person and how he responded. You know, brother, turned us to some of those verses. You see it. Behold your king, away with him crucifying, and how he stood so peacefully surrounded by false accusers, the judges of the earth, and that's all of us. Tell us plainly who you are. And his reply, it just sums up what our problem is and why it's so much more serious than we realize. What did the Lord say? If I tell you, you won't believe me. If I ask you, you won't give me a straight answer. And the simple confession of who I am brings up the bile in you. Now, dear ones, uh, it takes a long time for us to really be brought to a place of recognizing that the sin problem is not just the list of things that we did that we shouldn't have done and all the things that we should have done that we haven't done. The sin problem is just that. We're presented with the truth and we refuse it. He examines us, calls to us, and we hide in the shadows. But you know, the Lord is so persistent, and if I could share anything with you at all, You've been given a staggering gift. You you are deeply loved. And your Lord's mind is made up about you. And it has never been about your worthiness or your ability or your fitness for what you've been called to. It's all about the wonderful miracle that takes place. When you encounter his response to your indifference, coldness, rebellion, stubbornness, His response is just to bear witness to the truth. And he keeps on witnessing to the truth. Whether we hear it or whether we refuse to hear it. But he continues to tell us who he is. And in doing so, he shows us what we are. And that light keeps on shining in the dark. And the dark can't put it out. Now, if you want to go to sleep, you know, to have a light that's shining on you all the time uh, can be a nuisance. So you have to take steps, measures to shut it out. And we're all quite good at that. You know, let there be a storm and electricity goes out and you forgot to charge your telephone. And have you ever been in that situation? What am I going to do? It's just my heart. And your heart tells on you. Turn all the noise off. Sometimes the gadgets have to break because we don't turn them off. And we don't turn them off because it's hard to hear in here sometimes. And so the Lord in his mercy, he has appointed days of adversity. to shut us in with himself. And he tells us the truth. And when the Lord is given freedom um, to really address our deepest heart. And the lights start to come on. We see that, you know, a lot of the questions we have and the troubles uh, that we think we have is, are just excuses. And all the shortcuts that we try to take, you know, are just dead ends. He knows how to get to us. And his ways with us, he wants to bring us to this crisis point of where maybe for the first time in our life, we were really honest with him. And you know, there's a couple of behold moments in the Bible. Before you can behold your king, there's a couple of things that he wants us to behold. And you know Psalm 51. You know, David was confronted by the prophet over his sin. And the light was shining. And all he could do was admit it. Against you, Lord, you only have I sinned. And I've done what's evil in your sight so that you are justified to speak to me. And you have every right to call every aspect of my life into scrutiny. And it's time for me to stop justifying myself and blaming you. Now see, you come to that point and the light's going to come on. And you see that. I'm reading Psalm 51. That was verse 4. Verse 5. Behold, I was brought forth in iniquity and in sin my mother conceived me. Now that's, uh, I want to get poetic about things. But that's a behold moment. You know, he's not telling the Lord something the Lord needs to know. He's seeing things at all. Now, you've got to see that all of your problems and the things that prevent you from going on with him, you are the problem. And when we're prepared to admit that, the Lord can take a step with us. And I encourage you. I encourage you. Be real. Be honest with Jesus. I'm not talking about church prayers. Oftentimes in in, in the church life, we, 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 we know what's expected of us. And we want to please, um, but sometimes those things are not real. Sometimes we might be embarrassed to, to really, for anyone to see what's really going on in our heart. But dear ones, I want, I want, I want you to know, you're not going to shock him. There's nothing he hadn't seen before. And he rejoices when you and I are prepared to be real with him. And that's the other behold moment. It comes right after that. You know, you don't go off and brood uh, about what a mess you are, about how broken you are and you can't fix yourself. That's a good place to be. But you see that place, you're ready for this next one. David prays that prayer. Behold, you desire truth in the inward parts. What's the Lord after in your life? Truth on the inside. And in the hidden part, you will teach me wisdom. Now that's a confidence. Now, now, Now flesh and blood can't bring you to that place. To recognize that what the Lord desires is honest fellowship with you. And so he's going to speak truth in the deepest part of you. And you can tell him all about it. And he will show you exactly what you need to get through what you're in right now. You're in adversity, I'm in adversity, difficulty, pressures. If you're not feeling it, I pray, I pray that you soon will. Because our defenses are up so high that sometimes it takes shaking on the outside. If the Lord sees the slightest opening, He's going to shine the light in there. He desires truth. You know, there's a a beautiful place in Isaiah. Isaiah chapter 30. I mean, I'm going to share this with you because this is exactly the way it is. This is exactly the way the Lord does it. And I'll just read 30, 30, 19. You shall weep no more. Now that assumes you've been weeping is it you shall weep no more he will be very gracious to you at the sound of your cry when he hears it he will answer you and though he gives you the bread of adversity and the water of affliction Yet your teacher will not be hidden in a corner anymore. But your eyes will see your teacher. And your ears shall hear a word behind you saying, this is the way. Walk in it. When you turn to the right or turn to the left. Now I... I learned this in, in, in an interesting way recently. My mother-in-law is, is approaching the, the final stage of, of dementia. She can't take care of herself. And she lived on her own for a little while uh, um, in an apartment, but she would go wandering off and you know the folks that lived in the same place—they—they they didn't want responsibility for that. And sometimes she would fall, and and she she didn't know how to to contact us. And it wasn't long before this pandemic hit that you know we found her in a bloody mess on the floor. She she had uh, a few stitches and. She was ready to go, but we were in a consternation. What what to do? What to do. And it's 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 very interesting how you you know you you, you, you have your plans. But all the doors closed. And we couldn't send her to the nursing home because I mean, that's a death sentence. Two weeks alone, not speaking English. um, No family members allowed. And the staff in the places in Burlington County where we live. That's where people were getting sick. And so there was, this, there was this consternation, who's going to take care of mom? How can we take care of mom? And uh, I kind of was like, uh, well, you know, I think the Lord will provide. But I didn't expect. I didn't expect to hear uh, the Lord's voice the way that I did. He just said, what about you? Oh, I can't, I can't speak Chinese. Uh, you, know, you know, when the Lord speaks to your heart, excuses, the excuses are profuse. Well, uh, what about my work? Well, you don't have a job. What about the kids? Well, kids are grown, they moved away. What about the grandkids? You don't have any grandkids. What about uh, Bible study and prayer time? Uh, nice try, Charlie. You know, you know, you know when the Lord is dealing with your heart. And it was when I was reading Philemon, and it was one of those verses in there, and I just, the, the Lord just said, Receive her as you would receive me. And if she's a burden to you, you just charge it to me. And, and that was it. At, at that moment, I was ashamed of my selfishness, but at the same time, I, I wanted to do it. I wanted to receive her. To receive her is to receive the Lord. I, I didn't really see it that way. I didn't see it that way. Could the coming of my infirm mother-in-law to live with my wife and I, could that be the coming of the Lord? Well, my eyes saw my Lord and teacher in her. I know it's already time for me to stop. But I want to give you this example just to show that there's a lot more going on in your life right now than you realize. He is so close. He is so close. You might be stepping over him or brushing him aside in ways that he presents himself to you. And when my mother-in-law moved in and I saw how weak she was. I remember 30 years ago, she was a strong lady. She cooked three meals a day for a household full of three generations. And she had a one child, grandchild papoose style on her back and another child on her hip. And she did the work of 10 people And she'd mow the grass and put the ladder up and wash the windows. And I never saw her ever take a break. And I never heard her complain. And then to see her in the condition of where she, she's so weak. It opened my eyes, I see you know. We hide from this. Flesh is grass. We fade like the flower of grass. But the word of the Lord is eternal. The word of the Lord abides forever. And I'll be honest with you. I met the Lord Jesus in her. And I meet the Lord Jesus in her every day. Every time she sees me. Every time she says thank you in three languages in English and Cantonese, and she even speaks to me in Mandarin. And God, thank you. Thank you. The Lord says, I know how much you want to be appreciated. So every time I see her, she thanks me. And she also says, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The Lord says, I know, I know, uh, you know, this. Putting you out a little bit. He speaks the truth in the inner being, so that the light can come in. And I tell you, she's forgotten most everything. She forgets where she's going when she gets up from the chair. For some reason, she hasn't forgotten my name. Thank you, Charlie. The Lord just wants to remind me that He really is right there and he really is addressing me she says good morning no matter what time of day it is or what time of night good morning good morning his mercies are new every morning and you don't have to wait till tomorrow His mercy is for you right now. And one other thing, you know, she doesn't like to be alone. I'll slip away in the other room and she'll call out my name and I'll ask her, what, what do you need? She doesn't need anything. She just wants company. Now, you know, the Lord Jesus, he is closer than you realize. And if your life uh, is all about preparing for an absent Jesus to come and be a factor in human lives again, we're going to really be surprised one day when he reminds us of all of those opportunities that he gave us. He was right there all along. But dear ones, I'm going to be quiet. and I'm going to encourage you to have some fellowship. Open up to one another. Talk about how the Lord uses adversity to really address what's going on in your heart. And talk about the ways that he speaks to you. You don't have to wait for a conference message to hear. There's a lot more going on in your life than you ever dared to dream. And he is so very, very near to every one of us. Let's pray. Lord, uh, I just pray for my um, young brothers and sisters and... Oh, I just pray, Lord, that you open open their hearts to just cry to you from from the heart, and to be to be honest, to when when you show 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 us the truth, to just take sides with you against how right we think we can be. We've all we've all been there. We're still there, Lord. We thank you. You're here too. And Lord, we thank you for a time of fellowship. May your kingdom come, Lord. In your precious name we pray. And brothers and sisters, as a quick reminder, now we move towards the second part of the young adult session. So if you're a young adult, uh, please uh, proceed to the email where you can find the link for your discussion group, uh, which is immediately after. Uh, So we'll see you in the uh, discussion group shortly.